Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. This is the Alpha Sessions, and I'm Emma, and I'm here with Libra Sun. Hello. Mm. Hello. How are you doing? You right? I'm very good, yeah. Good. Um, it's strange because I do radio presenting here. And I also am now doing music here. Yeah, I we feel should. Like much more glamorous today than when I go into the wards. We should. Um, we should clarify that you are also a volunteer at Radio Brooklyn. Yes. So I feel like you're kind of here in a merging of two different worlds. It feels like that. Like it does. the kind of the artist world versus the presenter world. Absolutely. So now you're like honing in on both to create the perfect mix. Exactly. And that's not to say that I don't show off about being an artiste to the patience and yeah. some of them love it and some of them are like can you just stop it like can you just take my request now, yeah Bye. but i'm an artiste don't you want to know uh, i think they're yeah i'm sure they want to hear yeah it does it, it springs you know a bit of life and energy and inspiration yeah. and then of course they start saying you know i know this artist or i i was once on radio so it's always you know catapults the next conversation Always. Mm. And that's the, the thing I love about interviews. You start with one question and you end up talking about something completely different. I that's guess it's right. like a normal conversation, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is always good. So um, something I wanted to ask you was, um, obviously, like you said, you're an artist. Um, how did it all start for you? How did you get into mm-hmm. music? So I have memories of being about three. I've got a really good long-term memory. I can remember even two loving bongo drums and playing yeah. them in my dad's office and dum da dum and we'd hear like African music and Brazilian music so I do I always loved a bit of rhythm and a bit of drums and then I think I probably started to sing with like um, a saucepan and okay. things like that but then it was really over the whole of my childhood I, I do remember probably if I started to sing it was not it was not acceptable it was not welcome it was it was just way too oppressive to to really show that side of myself. So even if I had started singing, I probably would have just unlearned it and just completely but stopped in my tracks. How does that work in terms of? I mean, maybe I take granted the fact that mm. if I wanted to sing, I could sing. But like, if you, I don't know, say were in the kitchen one day having a sing song, just mm-hmm. by example, like what would have happened? Um, it was it was could have been really it was difficult like my my mum would be really really quite nasty about it and like say it was bad or stop singing or put her hands in her ears so it was proper like oh, wow. awful and so like and what was the reasoning behind it yeah I've thought about that a lot and I'm a big fan of the book The Artist's Way do you know it no I don't okay actually. so The Artist's Way is about how to recover your inner artist and how uh, most of us or all of us are artists in our own way it's just which kind of art form are we right. and that we're and the author Julia Cameron is like we're all wounded artists on our road to healing and some of our some of us are very wounded artists and have had to hold back so much that it's too scary to to really go for it at all um, right. and I really resonated with that book and it helped me so much that through doing these exercises that she offers I ended up going to art school and then through through art school I started finding my voice again um, so that was a big help and I don't know I think just just songwriting and, and things like that have, have turned it around um, but yeah the book has been amazing you mentioned briefly that you went to art school mm. um, and you are also involved in all sorts of arts as well as music. Tell us a little bit about that. So, oh my gosh, I am what I call a polymath. 
um, or jacket of all trades, <laughs> Jacqueline of all trades, but not of all trades, but of a lot of artistic trades. Mm. Um, and I think that does. I know it's a bit of a, a controversial thing to say, but I do think that comes hand in hand with trauma. And that is obviously loaded. And a lot of people would say that is so outdated. You don't have to be traumatized to be an artist. And I don't think you do. But I think, at least for me, I am one of those people that dealt with a lot of difficult things um, by channeling it into creativity in lots of different ways. So so acting helps access all these different side of myself um, and, and comedy as well, just putting hilarious and witty spins on, on dark things that happen in life has been really helpful. Painting is very cathartic physically. It actually feels like a release, a meditation. And then singing, oh my God, singing is like, you know, journaling, journaling something difficult and then making it into a tune. That really is a cure for me. And um, the actual act of singing, I find, is, is like no meditation I've ever tried. It's just like it completely takes me back into myself and it makes me feel almost like my best self. It is a wonderful thing. So each each part of what you've just described, you've described it in such a way that it sounds like it's a form of therapy in the way that we talk about, not necessarily in the traditional way, but in a way that we talk about music therapy and art therapy and painting and whatever. Like the way you've just described all of the above is how I imagine it would be if you were <laughs> in this like parallel universe where... Um, you're kind of doing all of the above at the same time um, and it kind of, for want of a better word, zends you out. Um, Absolutely. Is that something that you do quite often? Absolutely. I yeah. I, I try and create every day. Um, and Is that easy to just, do? Do you feel like you have to physically make time or does it just happen naturally? It's Often it is necessary and it feels just as important and uh, much of a need that's arising in me as mm. food and drink. It's like, oh, something's not right. I need yeah. to create. Um, so it, it's a compulsion or, or not a compulsion. It's a need. It's a it's a, it's a a physical need. And after I create, I feel the difference. Um, I feel calm. I feel more grounded and things like that. Um, of course, there are times when I, I, don't, I don't create for a while. Um, and sometimes that can be really good because as a Libra, so I'm really into astrology, I have noticed that balance is so much more important than to maybe even other people. And I have to, um, you know, for example, Lady Gaga or other artists, they do art for a living. I could never do that because then I'd be all in my creative. And I have such a, like I've said, sort of airy, creative and quite, you know, higgledy-piggledy head that if I just do creative stuff, I'll go off on another planet and I won't have my feet on the ground. So I've always an enjoyed things like gardening, working, admin, the more boring the better. It completely takes me out of my creativity and then paradoxically helps me feel really creative because I've got my mind on other things. You know, over the pandemic I volunteered in a food bank. Some of the creativity that comes from that um, is unreal and very important for me. So yeah, my work, you know, at the moment is very grounding. I work in nature, I work with children, and then that's my work, and then the creativity comes. So I have to have that balance. Yeah, it's very important. It's a striving. We spoke briefly about um, you being a volunteer at Radio Broccoli. What mm. also made you want to do radio? Uh, radio, I really fell into um, at university. 
Um, I was studying German and it was a great degree, but there was still this whole trying to be a good daughter, a good Jewish daughter, studying a language. Um, and I enjoyed it, but there was a lot of creativity wanting to come out and it wasn't possible in this very academic subject. Um, and then I, I think I just heard the radio people on their little, in their little booth on one of the open days or whatever, on the open things for university uh, societies. And I was like, oh my God, his voice sounds cool on there. And what are they talking about? And I don't know, it just, you know what I mean. It, it was like a language that spoke to me so well. Um, I am chatty. I do have lots of things to say. It's a perfect medium. And um, I love. I just love this this thing of the vocal cord. This chakra is like this is my gift. This is my thing. I I believe in it, and I I I, I believe this is what I have to offer. And yeah. And so you know, people would find me in the library, and students of German, they'd be like, "Oh my God, Sophie, you really are a you know hardworking student." And they looked at what I was doing, and I was literally prepping my shows. And they were like, that's not in German, what's going on? And I was like, well, turns out my studies in radio studies at the moment. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so let's talk about the first song that you uh, played for us, mm. um, Freak in the City. Yes. Um, what's it about? I remember I wrote this on the way to Devon. Uh, I was going to visit my sibling and... Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's about what I've always felt um, because of all these difficult things happening to me as a child and also the thing that I didn't mention, and I think that's what I was about, was about to say. Um, I think there is, it wasn't, it's not my parents' fault that all of that happened and at the same time having anger is really important to me. So I'm not, I'm not saying it's their fault, but I'm angry. But I also want to add that I think the the backlog of trauma from my grandma, the, the Holocaust stuff, the Holocaust surviving. I think that is makes things very difficult to get into creativity because there's a lot of like stifling in, in our genetic pool. There's a lot of, you know, having to hide and being persecuted, being on the run. And then if that's in your gene pool, then being an artist is not going to be a very logical path if you already have that whole thing of you have to be safe, you have to be secure. So I think that's another reason why, without knowing it, my parents suppressed me, probably, and then it was just in their blood. But it was also that it just wasn't a cool thing to do. But anyway, what was I on that note? Um, yeah, I think that's also why this whole freak in the city thing, I've always, as young as like two or three, I always felt like a weirdo. I, I called myself a weirdo. Um, I always felt different and I don't know why it was maybe because my grandma told me too early about the holocaust stuff and or I don't know if it was in my psyche but I always felt different I felt like an outcast and um and for a long long time that was a bad thing it was a a, a terrible weakness and maybe until I got to about 18 19 went to university started to make friends started to actually go on the radio and find my style and see all my gifts like oh my goodness if I wasn't weird or if I wasn't different because I don't really like the word weird I wouldn't be doing all of this cool stuff and then you know you get older and you start meeting your tribe and you you realize actually I'm not going to let go of these things this is this is cool and when people start to love you for for all of that and you start to 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 work with it it's a very cool feeling and that's what the song's about it's um you know I'm a I am a freak and it's a good thing, and uh, you know, and um, it's it's a way to protect me as well. To say I'm I'm a weirdo is is only a way to 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 put up a barrier. So I think 
if we can rephrase that, you know, make freak seem like a cool, it is. It, it's a, to me, it's being a freak in the city is, you wouldn't want to be anything else. sessions with Emma Joyce. Talk us through like songwriting processes. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, an element of them, as we've just discussed, um, are based on personal experiences. Yes. Um, but like, what's what's that process like for you? Is it the same one for every song? How does it work? 
Um, no, it's absolutely different for every song. Um, I have no idea. I really would love to know what happens when I write a song, but it feels like some sort of absolutely otherworldly experience, and I don't have a very, you know, mechanical way of doing it. It just um, words come, or or yeah, words, or maybe a melody. And I think my process is often I I see something or I witness something that really annoys me. So I get fueled, yeah, I, I almost need to feel angry to be a, to be writing music or not angry, but yeah, something something is lifted and yeah, and then I express it. Um, yeah, I think it depends. I mean, I, I did notice that this whole songwriting business um, started with my paternal grandma who was like a best friend to me and I lived with her and I cared for her. And then she passed away. But in the months before she passed away, I started writing music and I'd never done that before. And I think it just was a, was a gift, was a gift that was needed at that time and has carried me through since. And um, so it was a really big teaching, really. Um, yeah, I don't know how it happens. And I, if I find out, I'll keep it a secret because it's, it's like, you know, a chef's it's a chef's secret, isn't it? Secret recipe. Yes, yeah, a secret recipe. <laughs> what about influences? Um, who musically? Who would you say your influences? Oh my god, it, you just would laugh because it's it's everything. Um, I I loved little crazy bands when I was younger. Like I loved Busted. I loved um, the Killers, um, and then obviously Lady Gaga, um, Pink. Um, I love everything. I love folk. Um, yeah, Christine and the Queens. She's, She's great. really been important. And yeah. Alicia Keys as well. Nice. Um, you said that fashion and music go together. Uh, where did you get your fashion inspiration? <gasps> uh, I, I like to, to put um, cute and pretty um, with rebellious and dark. And I like that combination. Is that a conscious thing when you select outfits and things yeah I think it is yeah cool. yeah um, I like to to find strange things and my inspiration comes from from charity shops and um, and just yeah what can you what can you physically put on that will be so different and I wear this tracksuit to the to the wards I have this multicolored tracksuit and all the patients and people are like yes and I'm like that's what I want clothes to do I want people to talk about it definitely it's definitely a conscious thing. It's a conscious thing. Do you want to work on music videos? <gasps> of course I do. Okay. Of course I do. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. If you uh, hopefully get the opportunity or the time, then uh, yeah, we'd love to see. Um, let's talk about your song just a moment. Mm -hmm. You also played for us. Um, what's that about? Is it about stopping for a minute? Definitely, it's about stopping for a minute. Um, but it's also about, um, it is about my maternal grandma who I've mentioned, the Holocaust survivor, and how it, it has obviously a, it does have a effect on, on the third generation, and the second generation, and all the generations. Um, apparently, the the trauma is only, will only leave after the fifth generation. So it's there. Um, and at the same time, it's also something I don't want to dwell on because I used to always just obsess about it and put it in all and almost use it as an excuse. And it's like, that is not me. And I am someone else. But at the same time, it's in my it's in my psyche and it's there and it's made me who I am. And it 
it does impact me um, in ways people would be very surprised by, but it's there. And um, and then it's also a song like using that experience for how can we use that now? It's it's like what what does that apply to? That kind of genocide, that kind of horrific PTSD that people go through. That's applicable now. So what do you do in that in that experience? And it's it's for me as well. It's for me. It's like how because I'm in this always headspace, you know. So what about just take a breath? Yeah, yeah. And how's it going? <laughs> yeah, I need to I need to listen to the song some more times. I think. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Sister, 
Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. I wanted to ask you about dream collaborations. If you could collaborate with anyone in the world, dead oh or alive, la la. who would it be with? I do have dreams to collaborate. I actually have real dreams where I collaborate with Gaga. They are, what's the repetitive dreams, whatever the yeah. reoccurring yeah. dreams. Yeah. Um, I have cool. a feeling that we'd, we'd connect. Um, so yeah, Gaga, okay. Christine and the Queens. Um, someone like Enya. Oh my God, Enya. that's interesting. She's so cool and yeah. spiritual. Yeah. So you're on a stage. You're doing a dream collab with Lady Gaga, Christina and the Queens, and Enya. And Obviously. you can pick any venue in the world to be on stage at. Ooh. Where would you be? I don't know. Um, somewhere on a mountain. Okay, <laughs> interesting. So random. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And where do you see yourself in five years' time? Mm. I hope to have integrated myself more and integrated the performer and the artist in me even more. Okay. Embraced that. Yeah. Um, made that a part of my life. Feel, feel very confident in, in, in being that artist and claiming that um, place in the world. Okay. And, yeah, confident in myself. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I guess kind of links, but like, what's the dream? What's the sign to you that you've, I want to use the word made it, but that's not really yeah. what, because like, what's the indication to you that you've got to that point? I mean, yeah. not, not not everyone's dream is to be famous. Or right, right, it's right. Just, yeah. I guess success. What is success to you? Exactly. That's wow, that's actually a very relevant question I've been thinking. Um I think being able to do things like live lounge would be would be wonderful. Yeah. Um that's a that's a really the kind of space I'd love to to perform and for my lyrics I think what would be a big aim is for my lyrics to be to mean something to people, for people to want to repeat them if they feel it helps. Okay, um cool. to hear people doing that. Um only if you know, it resonates, and I have a feeling they will. Nice. Um, let's finish up uh, chatting about the final song that mm-hmm. um, you played for us. Um, let's talk about smoke. Smoke. What's the meaning behind these lyrics? Goodness me. Yeah, that. Talk about starting a song when you're angry. Yeah. Okay. Oh my, was I angry? And um, very glad I channeled that. Um, Do you feel better afterwards? Yeah. 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 So good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like having a relaxing tea, or or even bed. I don't know, but it's 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 a good thing. Um, <laughs> the smoke. Oh my god! It's uh, it's a it's a. I guess it's. I have to keep it anonymous, but it's um it's someone that gives gives men a very very bad name, and it's unfortunate because I know so many phenomenal men, and I think you are letting it down. You are the reason why we still have problems as women. And um, and that is something I'm furious about. And I lived with this person, and living in that contradictory thing, um, it wasn't all always about the person. It was what they were bringing up um, that reminded me of other things men had done. Um, and it was it was infuriating, and I felt like I I had to absolutely sing on behalf of myself and other women that things have not been have not been resolved. Um, 
And, you know, it is unfortunate because, as I say, it's it's paradoxical because I have so many influential, inspiring, uh, nurturing men in my life. And actually, that's what I want the music video to, to have. But it's, it's um, I don't know, where's the grey area? There's there's either really good or not, and there is a grey area. Oh, but, it's all full yeah, of grey. It's fine. It's all full of grey. Yeah. That's all full of grey. That's the next song. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm going to say thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. Um, and if people want to find out more about you, where can they go? What can they do? Again, I'm a bit behind with the times. I don't even know my Instagram. It's Libra. I don't know what it is. Libra Sun Music. Yeah, Libra Sun Music Instagram. Okay. And my song Just a Moment is out on YouTube. If you just type in Libra Sun Just a Moment or on Spotify. Um, and those are the platforms at the moment <laughs> cool well thank you very much um, and we look forward to hearing more from you soon thank you you say that you love women the strength we show to you but you stay in your position power trip into the moon tell me you're addicted but you just want to be friends can't swim so go get lessons instead of laying on your bed i'm just so done with people who say they are so woke now i wouldn't want to know you fill up all your lungs with smoke now i wouldn't want to know you fill up all your lungs with smoke I'm just trying to walk my life, walk my life Stop coming to stop my time, stop my time Say one day you'll have a wife, have a wife Oh wouldn't that be nice, wouldn't that be nice Oh man have you found your healing yet Woman kind of suffered at your hands for centuries and centuries We're black and blue from injuries Oh man, have you found your healing yet? When will be the time where you can start? Your own feelings and thoughts right in your head Instead of laying it on women as a threat Oh man, have you found your healing yet? You want to get to my heart But you bruise it every time And then you ask me for a fresh start So that you can blur the lines You say that you don't need me That I owe you not a thing So then why is my phone full of Your messages and rings And now you're waiting for An answer I won't give Because the line that you crossed over Is the place where I won't live Cause the line that you crossed over Is the place where I won't live I'm just trying to walk my life, walk my life Stop coming to stop my time, stop my time Say one day I'll have a wife, have a wife Oh wouldn't that be nice, oh wouldn't that be nice Oh man, have you found your healing yet? Womankind has suffered at your hands For centuries and centuries We're black and blue from injuries Oh man, have you found your healing yet? 
a tongue that you can't stand Your own feelings and thoughts right in your head Instead of laying it on women as a threat Oh man, we found your healing in your heart When will be the time that you can't stand Your own feelings and thoughts right in your head Instead of laying it on women as a threat Oh man, have you found your healing in your heart?